It's quite exhausting, the normal life with all the pressure to perform at work but also in private life. As a result, not only your physical but also your mental health falls by the wayside, but there is something you can do about tiredness and depression. This solution is well-being and how we can feel better, stay healthy and resilient. That's our topic in this episode of More Podcast, our new ways of working. Therefore, a warm welcome to all of you. My name is Bernd Rodel from Internal Communications at Metro AG. My guest today is Payal Namjar, Head of Corporate HR at Metro India. Hello, Payal. Hi, Bernd. And hello, Metro people across the world. Very nice to be here. Thanks for taking the time for us. Payal, you are in Bangalore. I'm here in Dusseldorf, actually. We had planned to meet here at the Metro Campus in Dusseldorf on the occasion of the HR Directors Conference. But after all, the event had to take place virtually. The current high number of corona-infected people in Germany did not allow to meet physically. That's why we are connected via Teams. Pyle, in Germany, we continue to struggle with the coronavirus. What is the current corona situation in India? Oh, it's very interesting you you uh, ask me that, Bernd. So it is constantly changing here, especially with the new variant. So it seems like COVID is not moving out of our lives anytime soon. And uh, with Omicron, it just seems to be a little under control now, but we can't say what the situation will be like in a month. So we've got our fingers crossed. Otherwise, the COVID situation is under control. We've got over a billion people vaccinated, thanks to mm. our local government and the central government. And um, we are pretty rest assured that the vaccination should keep us safe. Mm, yeah, yeah, pale. Maybe not only in that regard, you are doing much better than we are here in Germany. And I think with this, you guys in India are doing a lot to make sure that you are feeling well in dealing with the corona pandemic. And that brings us to our today's topic. In this episode, we will talk about well-being. Because only when we, the people at Metro, are doing good, when we all feel well, only then is Metro also doing well as a company. And what you, Pyle, and your colleagues in the project team do for our well-being, that's what we are talking about today. And of course, we also want to know something about your personal new way of working, Pyle. As always, we have our little questionnaire, try new things. And we are all looking forward to your sound souvenir at the end of this podcast episode. But first, let's talk about the actual topic, well-being, Pyle. Could you please explain to our listeners and also to me what it means when we talk about well-being at Metro? Thanks, Bernd. So at Metro, our belief is to try and equip teams to navigate through this whole uncertainty and try and build high-performing teams. I think COVID has, uh, has really shaken things up a little bit and uh, it is more a reality than ever before. So with our focus on well-being and what we want to drive together as a core team and uh, with the larger team, our endeavor is actually to provide employees with um, financial, physical, emotional and social support. Mm -hmm. You're part of a three-person team that is driving the topic of well-being across Metro. Um, how did you get involved in this topic? I actually head up the corporate HR uh, team at India, uh, and I'm actually very, very deeply passionate about driving overall well-being 
I take personal attention to that and uh, would love to be involved in any initiative that's been run. And uh, this gave me an ideal opportunity to be part of the core team and support the initiative globally for Metro. Mm-hmm. Metro is first and foremost a business enterprise, of course, apart from the human component. What are our objectives here? Why is it important for us as Metro, as a company, to dedicate ourselves to the topic of uh, well-being? Yeah, um, that's a good question, actually, Bern. Now, our people are, remain our single most important asset, right? And so to compete in this very dynamic environment, we need to create a flywheel framework of resources to help our people to remain healthy and, more importantly, productive. So what we put together as a core team is five objectives, uh, which is driven around communication, engagement, performance, and overall employer branding. So these five objectives, if I could take a few seconds and just walk you through it, it is to mm -hmm. educate and equip our people, our leaders, and our managers to try and support the overall concept of uh, well-being. Uh, the second is to create employee well-being experiences to try and encourage people to have healthy choices. The third is to really build a better employee experience overall. The fourth is to improve the overall employee engagement, retention, and elevate the overall performance. And last and not the least is to contribute to the overall Metro employer brand and reputation. I think these are the five main objectives that we were looking to accomplish uh, with launching of the well-being concept. Mm, so a lot of benefits and really impressive what Metro can achieve with the topic of well-being. Basically, the past one and a half years have had very little to make us feel good. Corona pandemic, lockdowns, life and work have changed extremely. For many people, this has led to physical, but especially um, to mental problems. What aspects does Metro's well-being concept in general cover for its employees? So um, with the well-being concept, we were actually trying to intertwine the individual experiences of individuals along with our overall leadership competencies together to make up the framework, right? So there are strategic blocks that we placed in this framework which highlights around mental, physical, social, financial, and overall a sense of purpose. I think that should help, uh, you know, kind of look at the last one and a half years, what mm -hmm. we've been through as an organization and what we are looking to achieve in the going forward years. So we've actually articulated very clearly defined examples under a basic framework, under a medium framework and under a very mature model framework to highlight what are the differentiated experiences across this. And we're hoping that through this, it will become easier for every country to take control of this. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can also explain what is basically um, meant when he says, okay, this is a basic framework, this is a medium and this is a major framework. Maybe you can also explain this a little bit more. So within the basic framework, we're just talking about awareness, right? And so mm -hmm. each uh, country could take uh, an overall calculative approach that are they doing just awareness about physical, mental, social well-being concepts. As you grade up 
to the medium level, you're looking at beyond awareness. You're actually looking at more tangible deliverables, right? And if you if you step up from there into a mature framework, then you're saying that the experiences are far more differentiated and it's really elevating it to a whole new level that people are conscientious and they're making a difference about how they want to take charge of well-being, right? So what we've done is socialize the concept through the well-being champions, which are really representatives from each of the countries. And mm -hmm. once we've done that, then they will take it through for each of their representative countries. I hope that helps uh, explain this, uh, Bernd. Yeah, very well. Um, and that sounds really super exciting. We will come to the topic of the well-being champions um, later. And we will talk about these different dimensions of well-being um, in a moment. But first, Pyle, we would like to know how well you are doing personally. <laughs> Because we can all imagine that also for you and your personal work situation, a lot has changed in the past months. Um, and this is why we want to know something about your new way of working and how you personally deal with your new work situation. And we do that in every episode of more podcast with our little questionnaire called Try New Things. Ready, Pyle? Absolutely. <laughs> What have you tried new since you started working from home? Oh, that is, um, that is very good that you asked that question. So um, as a matter of fact, uh, I've tried to welcome uh, working from home very differently. If you personally ask me, I think there was a need for me to create an environment at home, something similar to what I have at office, which mm. means I was looking for a well-lit, well-ventilated uh, environment where I have my, my nice work desk, my ergonomic chair. I have a separate Wi-Fi connection, if you may. I've got <laughs> my, husband, <laughs> my husband in the background. I don't know if you can hear him right now, but he's on his office calls. So we had to make sure we had separate Wi-Fi networks. Yeah. Uh, made investments in headphones and mics uh, and, uh, uh, you know, other accessories on the table just to make sure that the desk looks very pleasing. But yeah, I think the big positive, and I'm saying big with like high thumbs up, uh, positive was more around the zero commute time. So from where I stay in a place called Whitefield to where the office is in a place called Yashwantpur, uh, you guys can take a, a, a stab at pronouncing these names. But yes, uh, this, is, uh, this is a one hour commute on, an, on any given day. So I say yeah. two to two and a half hours, depending on the traffic situation. And so, yeah, that time is utilized effectively in baking and cooking. And you know, what is my most favorite um, dish that I like to bake? No, tell me. It is uh, cinnamon rolls. Ah, okay. <laughs> From YouTube. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and I can really imagine Bangalore is the third largest Indian city with about 12 million inhabitants. That's right. So you've done your research well, Burnt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think Delhi and Mumbai. Mm, the, yeah, and the traffic must be um, yeah terrible <laughs> every morning. Düsseldorf has 650,000 inhabitants and uh, the traffic here as well in the morning <laughs> is not really nice. So we can really imagine how um, yeah this is in Bangalore. Yes, yes, it's very big. Um, coming back to your uh, personal learnings, what what can you tell us about that? So, what are your personal learnings from your new way of working? What you have you learned about yourself? Yeah. So, apart from the fact that the office, the home office, being made you know nicer and more productive, 
And I've also personally been able to focus a lot more on things which are important beyond work, right? Which is um, my loved ones, uh, my home. And I've been able to give quite a bit of prioritization to that as well uh, because of the, you know, saving on time, cost and traffic issues and no commute. So um, at this point, I've learned to value personal well-being more so. And family and relationships are at the epitome of uh, bringing real meaning to my life. Hmm. Do you have a life hack for working at home? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I do. As a matter of fact, um, you know, the sedentary nature of the role, you end up sitting for several hours in front of your, your laptop. Mm. And I realized that, you know, that's, that's not really, uh, you know, my best in terms of mental and physical fitness. And it was beginning to take a toll. So I signed up with my trainer and I do virtual workouts mm -hmm. three or four times a week. Mm -hmm. And it has really boosted up my overall energy levels, my stamina. Cool. And uh, I've, I've felt um, pretty good about uh, where I am today than I've ever felt in the previous years. This sounds great. And, and I think it's a very good recommendation for, for all of us. Um, and it shows that you're setting a great example in terms of well-beings. And uh, yeah, so no how you experience your personal new way of working. And according to that, you brought us your sound souvenir. We will get to that later towards the end of the podcast. But first, Payal, I would like to talk about with you further about uh, the well-being project. We've already learned about the many aspects um, that make up this topic. What concrete measures have you planned within the different uh, dimensions of well-being? We're pretty much at the early stage of it. We just launched this in October, socialized it with all the HR directors, got their sign-off on it before we went ahead and launched it through the Wellbeing Champion Initiative. And what more than to get the Wellbeing Champions a part of a Wellbeing Challenge. Mm -hmm. So we, we thought that we will pick up a health day, which is there in October, and over a 21-day challenge where there's very brief 20 minutes uh, parked out every day where you hear snippets about what to do best to really boost up your physical, mental, social purpose and financial uh, well-being. So there were very clearly articulated concepts that were shared, mm -hmm. exercises done. And 20 minutes every day really boosted the champions. And we heard some great feedback at the end of the 21 days. So that's what we began with. And um, going forward, I think we have a few workshops planned out. But I will not steal the surprise from the core team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I will park that for later. So there will be more for which people will need to stay tuned in. Okay, yeah, sounds exciting. Um, and I think the idea of the well-being champions is really great. And I'm already looking forward to meet them and experience them here in, in, in Germany and, and uh, maybe also the other countries. Okay, we already talked about that well-being really concerns every one of us because mental stress makes no difference between employees from different work areas or hierarchical levels. Despite this, or precisely because of it, I guess that managers are enormously important in the introduction and implementation of well-being. Pyle, what role do the managers play in this context? A very active one, mm -hmm. as a matter of fact. So their participation is more of being a sponsor or being an advocate at their respective country. 
to help drive some of these well-being programs. So while these well-being champions have actually been nominated by the HR director, but the sponsorship has to come in from the manager really to make this come to life and to really support this topic so that, you know, it'll be seen as a fundamental change in order to be successfully implemented. So by managers, I actually mean not just the immediate people managers, but also the overall management, which includes the top management, mm -hmm. the board, the CEO, and all representatives uh, at the top management level. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so... The managers have a huge role um, in terms of implementation of well-being. What activities have you planned or already have implemented and what activities are already existing in the countries? So when we had begun this team uh, as a core team, you know, several months ago, if I recall rightly, I think it was in February or March of 2021, earlier this year, we had actually picked up a dipstick of what are the initiatives that are going well. And to our pleasant surprise, we were uh, very delighted to see that countries had already taken measures to drive well-being mm -hmm. as one of their top agendas. And they are running programs fairly successfully. So it nicely fitted in into each one of the, the pillars that we had, which is physical, mental, social, uh, financial, and purpose. And it was just about getting the ball continue to roll from there and uh, people to do continue to do the good work. And if they really have to elevate the experience, then the framework really provides that guide to step up from a basic to a medium and medium to a mature, right? So they will know where they are on that framework with the initiatives that they're already doing such a good job on and then how they can really take it forward from there. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, great. Sounds good. And I'm sure many of you Metro Heroes out there, like me, want to know more about well-being. Payal, where mm -hmm. can we find more information on this topic? So as a matter of fact, because we've just launched it, it is, um, you know, there with the well-being champions and it is up to them as representatives for their country to really drive it. But we are working on an overall communication plan and uh, you'll see more coming in that area very soon okay so stay tuned and watch out for announcements and news on the topic of well-being in in your countries and if there are any questions you can certainly contact Payal and the well-being team right Payal absolutely absolutely so there's Marin and myself and uh, you can contact I, either one of us okay and of course you should reach out to the well-being champions in each of your countries okay cool thanks for that And now we are coming to our last section of more podcast. And for me, it's uh, the absolute highlight of uh, every episode. The sound souvenir. Each of my guests brings along a specific sound that is characteristic for her or his new work situation. And now I'm curious, Payal, let us hear what sound did you bring? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, what 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 is it? <laughs> it's, uh, Why don't you make a guess for it? Uh, <laughs> oh, let's try. Yeah, it's it sounds like um, like like a train. Oh, you're pretty close because it's definitely steam coming steam, through. Yeah. So uh -huh. it, yeah. And so you think of a train, but it's actually in every Indian household. Okay. It's the, it's the pressure cooker in which we make quite a few of our items. 
and it's the best way to steam because it's high pressure and it is put into a vessel mm-hmm. uh, so it's very interesting and yes it makes a lot of noise this is typical indian yeah typical indian yeah. there is no way an indian household wouldn't have a pressure cooker <laughs> ah cool and what kind of of dishes you you make in this cooker so your lentils your rice um yeah anything that requires boiling uh-huh. in some water uh yeah and this is the best way to go ahead and do it so in 5 minutes you've got steamed boiled items <laughs> oh, so this is really cool cool so and an, a nice story thank you pail for the great sound and of course Thank you for the interesting information on the topic of well-being. I learned a lot today and I'm pretty sure our listeners as well. Payal, I send you my very best wishes and greetings to you to Bangalore. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bun. It's been an absolute pleasure and you are very entertaining. All the very best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And dear Metro Heroes, thanks also to you for listening. I hope you had some fun as well. New episodes of more podcasts will be coming soon. There are still so many exciting stories to tell from Metro. You can find all previous podcast episodes on the more page on United and on all major podcast platforms. Feel free to subscribe and please recommend more podcasts to your friends and colleagues. Above all, stay safe. Bye-bye and take care. <laughs>